My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 112 of The Kate Show. Have you ever asked yourself, but is email marketing even relevant anymore? Or have you ever said, I don't want to send email newsletters because people already receive so many emails? If you've ever thought this before, you're not alone, because I totally thought this way. In fact, I believed these myths for several years, significantly slowing the growth of my business in its early infancy. Now, of course, I know better, but to be honest, I missed a lot of new business during that time, and I put too much stake in social media, thinking more followers or prettier posts or more promotional offers would grow my business. But all that did was make me really hate marketing. I felt like no one cared what I had to say since they didn't comment on social media. Plus, Facebook and Instagram were clearly determined not to let anyone see my posts anyway. Fast forward to present day, I now understand that posting aimlessly on social media without a sales funnel in place is one of the biggest mistakes I made. The other big mistake I made was thinking social media was the best way to find new clients. But today I know that even the most perfect social media posts can only do so much. In fact, the only job of my social media feed is to make me relatable to my audience and to send those people to my website. That is it. But that's not the end of my marketing, and it shouldn't be the end of your digital strategy either. Today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing the main proven ways email marketing will grow your business long after the infatuation with social media has ended. This information is not based on my opinion or anyone else's, but on actual proven facts. If you haven't made email marketing a priority yet, you'll wish you'd started this yesterday. The good news is that it's not too late to start, so grab your notebook, listen to this episode, and start marketing your business properly. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Do you ever feel like you get way too many emails? I know I do. I mean, Honestly, the average person gets a ridiculous number of emails, and a lot of them are promotional. They end up in spam or in the promotions folder if you have Gmail, like I do. And it's just overwhelming. Now, in fact, there are actually about 293 billion emails sent and received every day, with a whopping 99% of all email users checking for new messages every day. So out of everyone who has an email account, 99% of people check their email every single day. And by the year 2023, there are a lot of studies that indicate that over 4 billion people will be using email. Guys, this really moves email above the level of social media because people of all ages and backgrounds and financial brackets are using email. But if everyone is getting so many emails, Why on earth am I telling you that you should send even more emails? Why am I telling you that sending a newsletter on behalf of your design, staging, or workroom business is actually a good idea? Because by the sound of these numbers, aren't people overwhelmed and annoyed by email? Well, not at all. And here's why. So I'm going to share with you a bunch of data now. And if you're not a numbers person, try to stick with me because we have to all become numbers people, at least to a point in business. So here we go. 59% of people in response to a survey said that marketing emails actually influenced their buying decisions. 
think that one pretty much speaks for itself. Number two, email users check their personal email for an average of two and a half hours each workday. Ugh. So all these people are being paid to work, but they're actually just sitting there on their email for two and a half hours? That boggles my mind. I hope I don't spend that much time in my personal email account. In fact, I know I don't. Now, if you're talking about my business email account, yeah, that is like a bottomless pit of time-sucking nonsense sometimes. <laughs> but anywho, I digress. Number three, more than 50% of email users check their personal email over 10 times a day. So that's why they end up spending about two and a half hours each day on average. That, that's insane. Number four, email users believe that email is more likely to be around in 10 years than Facebook or other media. And that is so true. Facebook is already considered the dinosaur of social media, and it's not long before Instagram will be viewed that way as well. Even the new platforms like TikTok, for example, they have a lifespan that does run out as well. But email has been around for decades. Now, here's the last stat. It's not really a stat. It's just more of a fact, and it's extremely significant to businesses in the home industry, and it is Women pay more attention to email marketing than men do. Or is it just because women pay more attention in general? <laughs> okay, I don't mean to offend any of the men listening, and I'm just kidding. The truth is, my husband pays way more attention to everything than I do, and it drives him nuts. But, that said, this is quite interesting. And since women make a lot of the decisions when it comes to the selling or buying of a home or the custom soft furnishings in a home or of course the actual design of a home this means that email marketing just makes sense i mean you know how i always tell you guys you need to show up where your ideal client is already at instead of just standing around and hoping they find you well this is a perfect example of showing up where your ideal client is already hanging out they're hanging out in their inboxes so show up in their inboxes but you know, I bet you have a few questions at this point. If you're like me, you're probably wondering, but does email marketing actually convert to more clients and more projects? Well, I'm glad you asked. According to the stats, the return on investment for email marketing is $42 for every $1 spent. Now, that data has been collected by very reputable companies and industry uh, metric places. You like how I call it that? I don't even know what they're called. The point is, these people have taken time to answer actual surveys put out by data collection companies. I guess that would be the right term. That sounds a lot more intelligent. You know, I should really think about these things before I say them. <laughs> but guys, I am just a normal person over here trying to help the world out. Okay. So anyway, the return on investment for email marketing is $42 for every $1 that you spend. So having that kind of return is amazing. In addition to that, there are a few more things that are likely going to blow your mind at least just a little bit. First one is this. 81% of small business owners, so you guys, use email marketing as their main way to get new customers, while 80% of business owners also use that for customer retention. So it's not just about getting new clients. It's about retaining the ones that you already have. It's about serving them at a higher level. And no company is too big or too small to provide that level of service. The second thing to keep in mind is the average open rate for a welcome email is 82%, which is, wow, that's insane. That's so cool. Because the average open rate in general for like an email newsletter in the home industry is 18 to 21%. So 
that's why if you're not sending out a welcome email, which means as soon as someone joins your list, they get an automated message from you saying, hey, welcome. Here's a little bit about me. Here's how I can help you. And here are the next steps if you'd like to work with me. That type of email gets open. People pay attention. The third thing to keep in mind is that over 50% of marketers report that email marketing specifically has the highest return on investment, even when compared to their other marketing channels, such as social media. Now, I have to say, I am a marketer who completely agrees with this. To be completely honest, every time I send out an email newsletter, I can easily make hundreds to thousands of dollars, and I am not kidding. I send a monthly email newsletter too. In fact, a lot of you listening are probably getting it. And every time one goes out, I can profit from it in some way. So that's why when I tell you guys you need to do email marketing, I'm not just pulling stuff out of thin air. I'm telling you, this is what grows businesses all over the world, and yours is no exception. All right, the fourth stat I want to share with you is that 73% of millennial email users want businesses to email them versus contacting them in other ways. So as a business, if you are targeting a millennial, a millennial is anyone who is, uh, let's see, like early 20s to late 30s at this point. If you want to get in touch with those people, the best way to do that is through email because they're telling you that is the best way. Number five, email subscribers are over three times more likely to engage with you on social media. Now, I found this to be true personally, personally as in in my own business, because I know a lot of you listening follow me on social media and you're also in my mailing list. And I do have a loyal fan base. And then I have like some of you guys that are on the fringes. You're not contacting me as much. You're not commenting as much on social. And that's totally fine, but it's interesting that if you develop a loyal following through email and people have that personal connection with you because they're getting messages from you directly to them in their inbox, when they see your post on social, they're much more inclined to comment or like or share because they feel like they're not just one of the masses to you. It's actually like a person-to-person connection. Number seven. The average return on investment for email marketing is 28.5% versus direct mail marketing where their ROI is 7%. So that's 28.5% versus 7%. I think it's a no-brainer at this point. Okay, one more stat for you. Over 300% more revenue comes from automated emails compared to manually sent emails. Now, I find this interesting, and I don't want you to think there's some sort of magic in automating emails. The reason this works is because when you set up an automation with email, it just means the right message is being sent to the right person at the right time, versus you having to manually send out a welcome message to someone where, you know, they join and then you don't send that welcome message for 24, 48, 36, whatever hours, I don't know it's no longer as relevant to them and that open rate is going to go down. So even something simple like having an automated welcome message is going to really increase your potential for revenue. Now, obviously, I'm not making promises. I'm just sharing the stats with you. The thing is, these stats are just meaningless numbers unless you actually know how to implement email marketing in a way that you can see that kind of result. Now, before we dive into actual email newsletter samples, and other things that you'll need to keep in mind, we also need to look at these things. These things meaning things that people often do wrong when it comes to email marketing. I've seen these myself, and this stuff has also been recorded by data companies as well. The first thing is 
using words such as free or percent off in your subject line. That has proven to reduce the number of people who will open your email because people don't want to be sold to. They don't need another sale or promotion. So lay off that. Number two, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the best days to send emails. And I have absolutely found this to be true, although I think Wednesday is a good day as well. I do always send my newsletters out on Tuesdays. I might send a follow-up on Thursdays, but I try to avoid Mondays because people are overwhelmed by everything they have to do on a Monday. And then on Friday, nobody wants to think about anything, so I don't send emails then. And Saturday and Sunday, I just don't want to bug people, plus they don't want to be bugged, so that works. The third thing to keep in mind is the average marketing email has around 430 words. And this is important because if you send an email that is too short, you may not be able to get your point across. And people will be left like, okay, now what? That was worthless. But if you send an email that's too long, nobody's going to read it. They're just going to be like, well, thanks for sending me that book that I didn't want. (laughs) So just try to avoid that. Keep it around, I usually say, three to 400. If you go up to 500, it's not the end of the world, but I like 430, 450. That is a pretty good number to hit. This really indicates that the content, the timing, and the length of your newsletters are essential things that you need to watch out for if you want to harness the power of marketing your business through emails. Now, when I receive email newsletters from other business owners, even a few in my own industry, I still run into the exact things that don't work, meaning too many words and no obvious main points, or no value in the message other than acting as a journal entry or an update, quote-unquote, no photos or too many photos, calls to action that compete with each other, or no call to action at all, meaning there is no point to the email. They're not telling you to go here or click here or book something. They're just like, blah, 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 the end, goodbye. Don't make that mistake. But also don't think that you should say, go here to read my latest blog post, or go here to get my freebie, or go here to book a discovery call. Choose one of those things, not all of them. Another thing I see people doing is uh, using headlines that say, go check out my latest blog post, which I know I just said you can do that because yes, you can. There's no law against it. The problem is that actually sends people backwards in your sales funnel. So if you are marketing with the intention of converting sales, then you won't want to do that. But if you're marketing in that specific newsletter with the intention of actually just informing or serving your audience, then it is okay to send them to a blog post. So you have to look at what your goal is before you can determine what your action should be. All right, we're going to take a brief break. And then when we come back, I'm going to explain how you can actually implement email marketing in a way that it works. Because if you're currently using email marketing and you're getting really low open rates or you're not consistent, or you're just frustrated in general with it, and you're like, okay, I see all this data, but why can't I get those kinds of results? Well, we're going to work on that, okay? We're going to work on it together. So you stay right there. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. 
turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. I can count on more than one hand the amount of people who have told me they're going to go sign up for Active Campaign or Convert Kit because they are really trying to ramp up their email marketing. If you guys aren't sure what those platforms are, basically they're just higher level email marketing services and I've used them. I've used all of them. The problem is that it honestly offers more capability than what a lot of stagers, designers, and workrooms actually need, and you're paying for that. So there's really no need for you to have a long string of automation. You don't necessarily need to segment your list. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't or that you can't, but I am saying don't overthink this because overthinking your email marketing usually leads to not doing any email marketing. And I would really hate to see you guys miss out on this the way I did in my first few years of business. So that said, just know that if you have an automated welcome message, that will go really far. You've already heard the stats about that. And if you don't remember them, go look at the show notes for this episode because I have it all written down for you. So you can look at it on your own time, discuss it with your own business partner, team, spouse, whatever. The point is, Email marketing is becoming more and more important, and the longer anyone ignores it, the more their business will ultimately suffer, like the bottom line will suffer as a result. So that said, we know email marketing is a must, but you don't need to overcomplicate it. It, like a lot of other pieces of marketing, really has been overcomplicated and cumbersome, either by platforms who just want you to spend more money with them or even other marketing agencies or marketing people who are trying to sell you more than what you need. I don't want you guys to do that. I want you to keep it simple so that it actually gets done. Because while the intention behind all of this is good, you know, the strings of automations and segmentation and all the fancy tagging, the thing is, the execution is often not there. It's good in theory, but actually doing it is a whole other story. Plus, Like I said, that level of automation is honestly not necessary for your type of business. Automation at a high level is well-suited to online companies who sell software as a service or digital products. It's just overkill for most creative businesses. Now, because of this, I do recommend using MailChimp. Reason being, it's really affordable and it has more than enough capabilities to meet the needs of your business, even at their lower price points. And here are a few different ways that you should be using MailChimp to really get the most bang for your buck. You should send a monthly newsletter to your existing contacts. You should set up a lead magnet, often a branded magazine about your company, on your website. You should set up an email opt-in form that your leads need to use to access that lead magnet. You should set up a welcome email automation that delivers your lead magnet or whatever it is to your new lead and adds them to your mailing list at the same time where they'll then receive all future email newsletters until or unless they unsubscribe. So that's four different things. Email newsletter, lead magnet, opt-in form, welcome email. If you have those things in place, you're doing it right. Plus, if you don't have a website yet, you can use MailChimp's landing page feature to create a temporary home for your design or staging firm online. A landing page is basically a one-page website that captures the names and email addresses of potential clients so that you can market to them. Now, if you do reference the show notes for this episode, which is, again, episode 111, you're going to see 
example templates of each of these four things. And I've used both MailChimp and Canva to create them. Now, these are things that we do provide in our Socialite Vault membership. So if you go to socialitevault.com, you can also see examples there or you can get them for yourself. The good thing is, if you're not a really techie person or you are, but you just don't have time to handle stuff like this, I do it for people. My team does this for people. It's actually quite easy to get it done. So if you head over to socialitevault.com, you can see these samples. If you want to see the samples in the actual show notes, go to thekateshowpodcast.com and then go to episode 111. You're going to see email newsletter samples, lead magnet samples, email opt-in, and welcome emails. And each sample I actually did as a video because I want you guys to see how dynamic they are. And a lot of these are shown in real life applications. So it's not just a blank template. It's actually something that could be used right away. So all of that being said, guys, if you run a design firm, a home staging business, or a window treatment business, and you don't want your marketing to suffer because you're too busy or too confused or too overwhelmed, just take a deep breath. Marketing is simple, and I've created clear, easy ways to make marketing a breeze for your business. But even if you never get a Socialite Vault membership or you never work with me directly, all the content that I'm sharing with you in my show notes or basically every episode of this podcast is enough to get you started. I mean, this is how I started my email marketing. I just started gathering information. And most of all, I started implementing. So you can listen and take all the notes in the world, but you need to execute. You need to implement. All right, guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.